Joe. It's me. I'm sorry I missed your call. I got caught up helping Marmy with some stuff at the house. It's so weird being here without you and Amy. Too quiet. Dad's so bored. He's back on a DIY kick. He keeps talking about starting a vegetable garden. But Marmy says that he'll probably tear up a corner of the yard and then wear himself out. John is the only one who takes Dad seriously. Poor guy. I talked to Amy for a little while yesterday. I'm still figuring out the whole time zone thing, and she looks totally jet-lagged, though maybe that's just what working for Aunt March full-time does to you. I guess you'd know better than me. Give her a call when you get a chance, yeah? Even if you leave a message, I know it would mean a lot to her. I think she's still worried you're mad about... Well, you know. Marmy and Dad asked me not to tell Amy how Beth was doing. So I didn't. So don't tell her, I guess. I don't know. It feels... It feels kind of wrong to me. Marmy says we shouldn't ruin her trip before we know anything certain, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm being paranoid. But I think I'd want to know if I was Amy. Anyway, Ames had lots of questions about this handsome professor man from your last email, and so do I. For you to mention someone's appearance, he must be, like, gorgeous. Send a picture. I mean, don't be creepy, but if you can find one, send one. Does he really have a British accent? And did you mean it when you mentioned he's read all of Jane Austen? He sounds too good to be true. If you don't provide some hard proof soon, we're going to have to tell Marmy that you made him up. And I'm a boring old lady now, so you owe me a little decent gossip. All right. I love you. Call me. Hey, you've reached Lori's phone. If you're calling instead of texting, you're probably my grandpa, so leave a message, grandpa. Hey, Lori. It's uh, me, um, again. Thanks for emptying your voicemail storage so I can fill it up again. Please, please pick up next time. I just want to talk. I miss you. It's weird going so long without talking to you. I actually walked over to the NYU campus the other day just to see if maybe you had ended up there. Crazy, I know. It would just be so fun to have someone to explore New York with. I still don't really know that many people here in the city. Or <laughs> really anyone. Besides the kids I'm nannying, their mom, and the college professor who's renting a room in their house. I'm lonely without you and the girls. I've been trying to get inspiration for stories by wandering the streets, but I feel self-conscious compared to all the chic New Yorkers. And I keep getting lost. Next time we see each other, can you re-explain which way is uptown and which way is downtown? Because it's a grid system, and I somehow still keep ending up. It feels weird to do this without someone on the other end of the call. Do you video chat with your family in Jamaica? Mm, sometimes. Teaching my grandma was an adventure. <laughs> yeah, my dad can't figure it out, and he's not even that old. But I like chatting with my sisters. So why don't we just call her? Oh, trust me. It's safer. Safer? They like to embarrass me. How many sisters do you have again? Three? Three's no good. They gang up on you. I only have one. I got off easy. Older or younger? Older, really bossy, but lovely. She has two sons who are my nephews. 
Oh, that explains. Explains what? Why you're so patient with our littlest roommates. Miranda's kids? Nah, they're not so bad. I've had worse flatmates. You don't have to let them bully you into so many horsey rides. Or should I say, bear rides? Don't. Trust me, I've heard every joke in the book when it comes to my name. Exit pursued by a bear? I grew up in London. You're crazy if you think you're the first one to bust out that one. How does a Jamaican man who grew up in London end up with a name like Frank Bear? That's the most German name I've ever heard. I mean, how long do you want this video to be? Because the short answer is colonialism. Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> it's all right. Last name aside, my parents didn't have to give me a first name that doubles as an adjective. I like it. It's very you. It's just another thing for my students to make fun of. You think teaching our landlady's kids is hard? The college kids bully you? They try. Maybe I shouldn't have been so worried about unleashing my sisters on you after all. Why don't they come visit you here in the city? Concord's not that far away. My little sister Amy is actually away too, touring Europe with our great aunt. And my big sister Meg is only in her second year of teaching elementary school full time. Teaching runs in the family then? Oh, God, I could never do what Meg does, or what you do. I don't have the patience. You're quite good with your little charges. There's only two of them, though, not a whole classroom. God forbid, a lecture hall. Don't limit yourself. You never know where you'll end up. Though, I'm not sure I can steer you towards adjunct professorship in good faith. Yikes. Yeah, that must be really hard. Everything is kind of temporary. Yeah, that part's hard, sure. Adjuncts don't really get much respect, at least from the administration. But mostly, I'd like to put down roots so I can start to feel like part of a community again. Um, that's why I rented a room in this house instead of letting a studio by myself. It helps um, to feel like a part of a family, or at least a family adjacent. <laughs> family adjacent. I like that. I feel that. I mean, I'm only here because my mom knows Miranda anyway. I don't know if I ever would have found the courage to leave Concord by myself otherwise. I find that a little hard to believe. Why? You've always struck me as such a brave girl. Oh, you don't know me that well. I've walked down the street with you. You don't even look both ways when you cross it. I don't know if that's bravery. I'm just not used to walking around a big city instead of a sleepy town. Big changes all around. Yeah. You must miss your sisters a lot. I do. The little ones overseas, the big ones a teacher. I think I'm still missing one. Beth. Uh, <laughs> Beth's in the middle with me. She's still in Concord at home. Uh, but she can't travel. She's sick a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's tough. She has cystic fibrosis. She can travel, but it's not easy. And it's gotten a lot more difficult recently. She has to use an oxygen tank, and when Meg moved out, we turned the room I used to share with her into one for live-in nurses. They let us stay at home? Yeah, for now. We really fought for that because it's what Beth wants. My dad is a pastor, so sometimes he uses religious talk to kind of grease the wheels, religious exceptions and stuff, you know. And Marmy is a social worker, so she speaks bureaucrat when need be. Hold up. Marmy? 
uh, yeah, that's what we call our mom. It's really old-fashioned, I know. No, no, I like it. Um, I can tell you're definitely a family with your own traditions. Oh, that's for sure. We used to put on an original play together every Christmas, and I wrote the scripts. They've always really encouraged my writing. Speaking of which, when are you going to let me read something you've written? <sighs> Everyone always asks that, but I'm shy. <laughs> right. Uh, when it comes to my writing, I am shy, really. I've been working on a novel on and off for the past three years, and I've never let anyone read it. That's too bad. You never know what a fresh pair of eyes can do for your art. I really would be happy to look it over. I'm afraid you wouldn't like it, and you'll think I'm a total idiot. I would never... You haven't read it. You can't say for sure. At least tell me what it's about. It's based on our family life, loosely. I think I would enjoy it. It's pretty different from the rest of my stuff. How? I mostly write stories that are more, uh, how do I put it, sensational? The only place I've ever been published is the volcano. That horror site? Yeah, they bought a few of my stories. Oh, nice. Thanks. You know, they're not fine art, but I was proud, and we needed money. I feel that. Anyway, I'm babbling on about myself, and I didn't mean to. I wanted to show you off to Meg, Beth, and Amy, because you've been so good to me since I moved here. Miranda's a nice lady, but I can't exactly be pals with someone I met because of Marmy. You're the only friend I've got in all of New York City. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no problem, Joe. I haven't done a thing. I only lend you books. That's been a huge help. You have no idea. Well, I admit, I may have... Some idea. I have a little something. Oh, you shouldn't have. Nah, I can't walk into a used bookstore and walk out empty-handed, and I don't think I can even fit even one more book in my room, especially not this one. Jeez, it's heavy. Is it a dictionary? Nope, but every writer should have one. The complete works of Shakespeare. I couldn't help but notice how much you enjoyed Twelfth Night. Oh, Viola is my favorite Shakespeare heroine. And that was my first Broadway play. <laughs> I'll always remember the night we went. And this is a wonderful reminder. Thank you. You're welcome. Look inside the front cover. For Joe, you told me you wish you had your own library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you do between these covers. Every great writer can learn from Shakespeare. The study of character in this book will help you to read it in the world and paint it with your pen. From Frank Bear. Is everything okay? Is it too much? Oh, no, no, not at all. I'm sorry. This is such a kind gift. It made me a little emotional. Maybe I'm more homesick than I realized. Homesickness is like grief. It sneaks up on you sometimes. Is there anything you want me to say to the girls before we finish recording? Oh, I forgot we were recording. I'm so bad. But at least I proved you're a real person. Uh, was that in question? Uh, no, no. It's just something Amy and Meg tease me about. You sounded too cool to be true. Your sisters aren't here to catch me washing my socks in the sink, are they? I'm <laughs> better than having stinky feet. Hey, Joe. Joe! 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 Joe!
I think you're being summoned. Hide me. I'll offer another round of horsey rides, but it'll only hold them off for so long. You're a true friend. Hi. Hey. How's uh the practice going? Grandpa. Hmm? You don't have to be all weird about it. I'm just checking in on your piano practice. I know that Joe talked to you before she left. Ah. Well, yes, she did. It's not a big deal. She asked me to be extra nice to you. Great. That's just what I wanted to hear. Stop that. Slide over on that bench. It's okay to be disappointed. That is not the word that I would use. I was a little disappointed myself. It's foolish of me, but I guess I couldn't help but root for you two. Josephine is such a special girl. Is this talk supposed to make me feel better? When you first moved here, I was worried you would be completely miserable and lonely. I may have been projecting, perhaps. You shut yourself in your room those first few weeks, and I really thought, what can I do? Will it always be like this? But then you met Joe, and I'm grateful to her for bringing out the real you, this talented, caring young man. I'm grateful to you both for bringing laughter back into this house. Well, I'm completely miserable now. This is one of the hardest parts of growing up, but the feeling won't last. If you say so. You don't get many true friends like Joe in this life, Lori. I think she was right to try to protect the bond you have. Don't take her side. I'm always on your side. But I'd hate to see you try a relationship with Joe and end up destroying your wonderful friendship. It really hurts. I can't even go over there to just hang out with the girls like I used to. It's too awkward. I feel like I got dumped by an entire family. I'm sure things will go back to normal after a little while. Give yourself some time to move on. I know you'll get there. Well, living next door to them doesn't exactly help. Then maybe it's time for that Europe trip we've been discussing. Seriously? Sure. A change in scenery would do us both good. Yeah, okay. Wow. Thanks, Grandpa. You're welcome. I'll have to do some work here and there, but we can fit in plenty of sightseeing, too. Don't worry about me. I can still fit in a whole day at the museum. We'll start in Paris. I'm going to have John book our tickets now. Great. Should be easy to forget about a broken heart in in the most romantic city in the world. That's That's great. drama is written by Shannon Camp, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. It's co-produced by Sammy Campbell and Shannon Camp. Our director is Julia Rowhead Worthington, and our editor is Bex Carlos. Album artwork by Karen Mooney. Original theme by Surrey Music. Find us online at littlewomenpodcast.com. <laughs>